Gannon, is it safe to say that we are almost out of the prologue arc of Neo Scum? Um, yeah, yeah, you guys missed a couple of training missions. You haven't learned the grab. <laughs> it's our there's an art there's a tutorial for R2 grab stuff, which you guys keep missing, but um but that's fine. Uh but I, don't yeah, know. I feel like Dak Dak's been grabbing stuff left and right. I, yeah, I but played, he's, he's I played this L1. campaign before, though. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this so is a, this steel, is a prestige run. So steel <laughs> is different than grab. I see. Yeah, steel is, that is a different function than grab. Okay. Which you're doing great in stealing, so, you know, that's good. Yeah. I've at least leveled up twice. You got a silver yeah. trophy. I leveled up. Yeah, Pox is making steel all over the place. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like fences. Yeah, make it steel fences. Right. <laughs> that I'm even better at. Six. Uh-huh. Yeah, Level throw six. us a construction project, Gannon. We'll knock that shit out. Nope. Just need no watch. time. Honestly, you want to see Neoscum time fly by? Let us build a house. Time montage. Three weeks. You guys build a whole house for a small starving dwarf family in the bottom of Fire Tower. Whoa. <laughs> Habitat. <laughs> habitats for meta humanity. <laughs> oh. Technomancers, right? So fade in, and we're looking at just sort of close your eyes and and picture yourself sitting on a log, looking over at a placid lake as sunsets. Your feet are you're on the that kind of like sandy. It's like that sand and dirt place where it's like kind of gritty, but it's kind of muddy. That's the kind of vibe location we got going. The technomancers, because Goff needs. Her sunlight have all risen up out of the tunnels and are now uh, setting up a camp by a placid lake. The reeds are swaying in the wind. A crane is floating on water lit in uh, twilight, which is creeping through a sky full of smoke. So here we are. Everyone's setting up the tent. Max is uh, setting up a little fire. The air is actually pretty warm. It's about... 80 degrees. Can you guys introduce your guys and what you're doing right now setting up this camp? Goff is not helping with the tent. Goff is taking in the sunlight with her eyes closed and she's playing a little flute that she pulled out of a pocket and she's just playing a little song. It's actually uh, it's the Piano Man by Billy Joel. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, she's playing it on her and then she stops for a second and goes, mmm. Don't talk to me before I have my sunlight. You guys need any help? And then we see what other people are doing. Holden is uh, standing in the shade, looking over at Goff, just like basking in the sunlight. And they look just like a total vampire standing in the shade. No hair. No hair. At all. This is someone who has never been in nature ever and never wanted to go there and doesn't believe in it and thinks that it's uh, 
bunch of baloney. Uh, it needs more bullets. This is fake. This is fake. This is fake. <laughs> only Reaganomics is real. <laughs> only Reaganomics is real. Uh, so yeah, they they uh, they're unhappy and and just starting to sweat and like pull at their clothes and be like, ugh, ugh. So my character Magilda is, I guess, the only one actually setting up the camp, unless. <laughs> Unless there's somebody else. Kale will be as well. Okay. So Magilda and Kale are working on making a tent and we're setting up like for overnight, right, Ganon? Is that what you said? Yes. So Magilda, who I believe is a dwarf? Correct. Correct. Hell yeah. So Magilda is this dwarf. She is wearing a very trendy outfit right now. She's got fishnet tights on. Damn. Cool waffle print dress. It's pretty awesome. But she remembers... Growing up in the Moss family, you had to learn how to live outside. And when they married into the Matthews family, a family of accountants, uh, it didn't mean that they lost their outdoor spirit. And so she's a natural. She's thrown this tent together like it's some beautiful masterpiece art. Like if a normal person was watching this, they'd just be crying. There's never been a normal person on Neo Scum, so. <laughs> and Magilda is also frequently, while she does this kick-ass job, she's also taking pictures of herself and taking a lot of selfies just to make sure that she can put all of this on her socials later. Kale Hammersmelt is helping. The, the kind of way he's helping, though, it's like he's, ve- he's very strong and very like athletic and physically capable. So he's kind of doing like a light peppy jog, one of those like, oh, I'm excited to get to this place and back and moving stuff around super easily. And he is doing things with precision, but he's also, when it comes to something like the tent, even if he could figure it out on his own, he thinks these people are so smart and he's the kind of person he's just, (laughs) he wants like the coach to tell him like the next step. So basically you have to like... Uh, <laughs> Magilda will tell him what to do like he's on the other side like bending the pole or whatever putting the stake in and he'll do the one exact thing she says and then he'll just kind of like pause there and like look at her and wait for the next thing no matter how implied it is that after he bends the stake and lines it up with that he should just stick it on he's just waiting to be told that so the classic. he's helpful but at the same time like Magilda is like oh, uh. it's automatic it's it's automatic Kale, it's automatic. You can just push the button and the whole tent pops out of the ground. <laughs> and he's like, oh, cool, cool. Oh, so uh, you want me to push a button? Okay, because I, I can do that. Yeah, can, yeah, can, you, can you tap that? Where did, where did Max go? God damn it. Uh, I'm, I'm over here. I'm right behind you. I'm just, uh, whoop, there we go. Got the fire going. Mm, pretty nice. <laughs> Whoa, that's a big one, buddy. Good job, man. All right, Seven. thanks. Well, were you a Boy you know, Scout? No, wasn't a Boy Scout. Never did that kind of thing. I was uh, kind of an arsonist. Um, okay, that is not cool. arsonist. That is cool. Pyro, pyro. That was the word I was. I used to, when I was like seven years old, I would go to the back of my mom's uh, 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 backyard. Plant trees. Uh, an arsonist, isn't that what they mean? That's an arborist, I think. Oh. I'm an I'm an arborist. I am an arborist. Oh. Gotcha. Less cool. Anyway, yeah, Less sorry, cool. sorry, sorry. You, your mom's backyard? Yeah, I would just like microwave action figures till the house got really smoky. Then Whoa, I would take man. them outside and I would make a little fire and watch uh, them melt. Yeah. Kind of grew out of it. I got into stuff like gaming and folding towels. But, huh? uh, you know. Oh, that's that so cool, a, man. 
big part of my childhood. You're kind of like the uh, the boy from Toy Story One. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's oh, my yeah. idol. Sid. Yeah, the cowboy, right? It's a little after my uh, favorite time period, but it is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I do love the idea that a character's log line is just, this character thinks only Reaganomics is real. <laughs> <laughs> Go. So the sun is like setting now. Everyone's eating hot dogs or like rations. I I don't know, maybe like little cans of ham yeah, around the fire. Kale's offered everybody a Rolo. I'm, I'm trying to figure out like where in between like campfire songs and like Shadowrunners like doing a fucking bivouac out in the fucking, you know, wilderness or whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shadowrun has a whole book of campfire songs for Shadowrunners to sing yeah. in the future. <laughs> well, I want to go home. And everybody else is like, well, I want to go home. The worst part is you have to spend, they cost so much karma to get though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so Max has been telling the story of his of his life up to this point, and he's finishing the story now, and he's like, yeah, so my sister needs money for medicine, and mom's broke, basically. S.G. Rex said I'm good at what I do, and he said he'd send, if I did Technomancer stuff, he'd send them some money, so I say, okay, whatever, you know, I'm... Be honest and don't tell any of the other technomancers, but uh, I'm not really in it for the cause, you know. I was just, I was hoping the technomancers would give me a chance to, I don't know, like, be me or find something, own something in my life for once. Anyway. Wow. You guys liking this ham? Yeah, this ham rocks. It reminds me of everything uh, Reagan would eat. Just ham, 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 ham. Ham. Goff is just sitting with it, holding it. Mm, yeah, it's really good. It's it's great. Oh wait, Goff, are are you a vegetarian? Or I got what I need from the sun and from that lake over there. Okay, I'll eat your ham. Oh, you would love that, wouldn't you? Uh, ew. Uh, just your ham that you're holding in your hands. I don't do that stuff. That's right. Only what Daddy Reagan wants you to do. Yeah, I'm how they call an incel. <laughs> it sounds to me like you're a little bit of a vol cell, so. Uh, I'm yeah. a vol cell. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about history. I forgot those existed. <laughs> Everybody wants to fuck me, but I won't let them. Because most of them died off, but I'm still alive. Yeah, you can have my ham. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to eat this ham. Okay, I need that ham. <laughs> He's holding. Oh. No, I'm. I'm just. I'm not going to pass it either. I'm not going to eat this, and I'm not going to pass it. Okay, then I'm going to just come over there and take the ham. Huh. Do you think maybe holding that some of that ham could could trickle down to the rest of us? Uh, if no one wants the ham, then I will eat the ham, and I will be the fattest little happy person in this group and you haven't even seen me happy yet you've only seen me upset i I don't know i feel like kale would give you a run for your money i'm being the fattest little happy person in this group i mean i guess i wasn't thinking fattest i was just thinking happiest oh man that's so nice of you say man Uh, by the way is this candied ham uh i haven't eaten it yet because i was just kind of checking out how sweet the outside is 
It does. Oh, it's good. It does look like you put one of your Rolos in the ham can. So I'm just testing it out. Technically, that is ham candy. I, I kind of want to be. You guys know uh, uh, Chickless Reese's. He's the founders of uh, of Reese's Chocolate. Yeah. No. Tell yeah, us. Well, he, he he was like the first person. Well, to I don't think know him, but I know uh, Reese's. Oh yeah, well, he, he he was like the first person to think of uh, putting um, chocolate and peanut butter together, and I, I'm just trying to kind of find that. I I really want to be like a chocolatier or a confectionist. The next Chickless Reese's, perhaps. You know, man. I mean, like if it doesn't happen, like that's okay, man. Uh, that's you know, just do- a waste of good muscles. You have such good muscles. Oh my god, thank you You're so much. You're just going to use them for chocolate. Uh, oh, you know, I mean, like. I don't really need the muscles for chocolate. I just kind of have the muscles, you know. I, I you don't really. Maybe be a climber. Okay. I was probably going to do something related to having technomancer powers. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's probably good. Yeah, it's probably good. Thank you guys, by the way, for explaining to me what that means, you know, in the meantime. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not only do you have big outside muscles, you have big technomancer muscles. Yeah, I mean, I guess so, you know. Oh, uh, wait, is that is that true, Max? Can you see all of our power levels? Can you tell us what they are? Yeah, I can do that. Um, Goff, you're like, you're like green. You're like a green passion. Thank you. Holden, you're like a red eruption. McGildamas Matthews, you're clean and slick like silver. And you shine like the sun. Thank you. Kale Hammerschmidt? Schmelt, sorry. Hammerschmelt? Hey, that's okay, man. You are, you're a big old brown football flying through the air, blasting through a wall of brick. That's that's just what I see. Wow, thank you so much, man. That's really incredible uh, to imagine. Goff holds up a little mirror. Max, what's your aura? Max is, holds up the hands to his face. I never considered reading my own aura before. Well, give us a taste, man. I'm mellow banana, but with a spice of sambal chili. Mixed up, turned into a creme brulee, slathered over the spiciest steak you've ever had. He's going too deep. We got to pull him out. <laughs> wow. He's drooling. Wait, what was that? Max, sounds like you're close to coming up with one of those food. Did you hear that? What? Uh, Inventions. You talking about yeah. food and this one wanting to be a chocolatier, like you guys are going to open up a restaurant together? Wait, or, or are you referring to something sound- in our environment? Wait, 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 I hear something. So there's, there's a rustle. <laughs> rustle sounds like a... <laughs> you hear this hum all of a sudden. It's getting louder. Looking over through the trees, you can see a path. This is the path that you've walked off. Down the path, about, I think I can comfortably say about a thousand feet away, pretty far, you see a hovering tank and a unit of uh, Lone Star guys. These soldiers keep splitting off and like going into the woods looking for something, and this hovering tank is just moving forward. Oh no, we gotta put that fire out. On it. Why? These guys rock. No, These guys are like. What? They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get us. Holden. Get us? I'll help. Lone Star? They don't love me? They don't love you. I'm helping too, Magilda. We're both helping. Yes, let's quick put away the tent. <laughs> Holden is standing, just standing with handfuls of ham, and is just like so baffled at the idea of that Lone Star could be uh, out to get them. Why would Lone Star do that? Or is is this a commonly understood thing that I'm that's going over my head right now? 
Uh, um, I, I think there are just different authority. I feel like most most authorities probably would just lock you up, right? Yeah, maybe we can explain. Yeah, I think uh, I think I think Holden is weird enough that might not understand something that we all understand. That okay. uh, 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 oh yeah, no, they they hate technomancers, Holden. Huh? They hate you. Hate me? They'll put us in the mud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shoot on Listen, sight. a lot has changed since the eighties, and. Uh, Police hate technomancers, even if they're oh. into Reaganomics. What do I mean, what? You know, unlike in the 80s when they loved them. They loved them. In the 80s, technomancers were pretty much gods to cops, yeah. Yeah, in the 80s, they did love technomancers. They loved ham. They loved uh, puffed sleeves. And uh, they did love Brenda, the name Brenda. Uh, well, back, but... well, well, back then, everybody remember the technomancers couldn't... There wasn't the internet, so the technomancers could only access phone lines. and fax, Yeah, fax it was lines. pretty... Pretty weak. It was pretty a pretty weak, weak power, so the cops were all about it. Guys, what do you think we should do? I mean, should we run? I mean, we've got all these guns in this bag over here. We could just... During this conversation that Kale hasn't been participating in, because you see that he has covered his face like entirely in mud, and his body, like Arnold Schwarzenegger in uh, Predator, and he is holding a four-barreled sawn-off shotgun, but with a Tommy gun uh, like bullet thing uh, and then in his other hand he has four sling like grenades on slings ones that you like pull and then you like toss and they go super far and he's like does anybody want me to go kill those guys or like wait Kale you know whatever we need to do and then as technomancers can Goff send a quick ping to the other technomancers and be like let's do like a combined technomancy probe of their like defenses Whoa, what the fuck was that? Whoa. whoa. Is that you, Goff? Are you in my head? Goff sends you a little plant bitmoji of Goff and is like, it's cool. Uh, (gasps) This is too embarrassing and vulnerable. Oh my God. Look at Holden's weird mind palace thing. It's Don't look, don't look. And Holden is naked. Just just naked. (laughs) Holden's search history is out for everyone to see. He has no security. Oh my god, it's all it's all like Circus du Soleil porn. I'd say it isn't just public, it's actively being broadcast to everyone else, so it's like part yeah. of like a public, ref- like we're getting like spreadsheets of all the search history. Damn, Holden, this is sick. Holden's search history is like when you go to Twitter and you type in a search term, but you do it into the place where it says tweet, and you press enter uh, instead of searching. And okay. Holden is in the middle of a room that is like one of those classic padded like asylum rooms except all of the cushions on the walls are uh, anime body pillows <laughs> and Holden's in the middle freaking out like Bleh. they're just kissing them all secretly wow Gannon can we do a quick sweep to see if there's anything that we can access and just quickly uh, crumple these tanks like soda cans yeah you can see that there's like comms on all these soldiers. There's a the the tank is accessible. You can see all these ins and outs. Max says, "Okay, I think maybe, maybe a couple of you guys stay back here and fight. Then maybe some of us run ahead into the shadows and see if we can do some backup from a distance. Does that sound like a plan? That sounds great to me." He's swinging the grenades. <laughs> That's K- that's Kale's uh, mega gun. Yeah. I'm going to stay and fight because I live to fight. Okay, I'm going to go run up ahead. Goff, you want to come with me and maybe we can put our powers together? And I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I'm still sort of shaky on some of this Technomancer stuff, but we give it a shot, you know? I'm with you, Max. And then Goff activates two uh, claws that come out of her wrists. Whoa! 
Oh, you have arm blades. <laughs> My thorns. And then we run. <laughs> okay, so so they're running off ahead. Holden, do you have a gun? Yeah, Holden has a pistol. Holden is Holden. Yeah. Holden is Holden. Five millimeter, you're loading it back. It's a beautiful machine. You guys are looking out at two soldiers who are approaching the bushes. The tension rises as the soldiers get closer. Their black armor, their red visors, their huge, ugly weapons. And then as you're about to strike, we're going to cut... Camera up! It's twilight, 97 degrees, very hot. We are cutting now. Camera on, looking at a great golden statue. Tail feathers drip away, dancing away from this statue like a liquid. Two huge wings spread out in triumphant flight. Two necks split from the body, fierce eyes. Two sharp beaks open in a silent howl of victory. This is the Phoenix of Phoenix, marker of the city's northern border, stretched out over a highway of incoming and outgoing traffic. And from between these legs, the camera tears down and rides alongside the traffic, pulling close to one familiar, muscular 18-wheeler. Xanadu is burning rubber, leaving Phoenix behind. It is twilight. The day, still hot, like I said, 97, Before Xanadu stretches the flat expanse of light brown rustic earth spotted with wild green brush. And now, boom, we are inside Xanadu. Everybody, I would really love to know, what does it feel like in Xanadu right now and what's kind of going on? Mm, Feels really weird that we got this murderer body sitting right in the car. Are we talking about Dak Rambo? Because yeah. <laughs> you guys didn't have a problem with that before. It's da, da, definitely... da, 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 da. Real quick, paint a picture. What does it look like inside Xanadu right now? It, it just looks just like home, just exactly how it always looked, except it, there is one figure that is so severely out of place in this car, uh, in this truck. Can we uh, stop know. having it for Dak this episode? I mean, like, come on, <laughs> lay off, lay off. <laughs> so white, white leather seats... Uh, compartments full of wild and wacky things. Stack in the driver's seat. Tech wizard. Oh yeah, he wouldn't Passed be right. Passed out shotgun. in the back. Passed out in the back. Who's shotgun? Z. We got Z riding shotgun, knowing the road. And then we got Pox, I guess, sitting in the back with passed out tech wizard and the controlled body of Darius Bender. Just a little flavor. Dak has two very severe black eyes that have been progressively getting worse <laughs> from jumping off of a fucking building uh, 10 stories and landing on Darius Pender. Um, and he keeps hearing this faint ringing sound. Uh, and uh, But besides that, he looks great. He looks really good. <laughs> Especially with that Dak, new bandana. Dak, can you hear me? Dak, I'm trying to test your hearing. Can you hear the ringing sound? Buddy, I don't know why you're whispering, but uh, if you can maybe give me some of that classic Z shouting, give me a normal Z talking voice. That would I'm be, trying uh, to test your hearing. All right, there we go. I think it's pretty good. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, he's broken. I think he's okay, guys. Oh, boy. Uh, he's broken. Uh, Pox is sitting in the back. Uh, Tech Wizard is slumped in between Darius and Pox, and Pox looks so uncomfortable very incredibly rigid i mean normally she's like lounging around legs up 
arms like a pretzel, mm-hmm. just sprawled out. And now she is like just stiff, straight back, feet flat on the floor. I noticed this. And um, regarding what I said earlier in the previous episode, I'm like, hey, uh, Deck, can can I head to the back and kind of like dig through this the scrap clothes and hats and stuff for for something a little different? Don't be so shy, son. Come on and let me know what you're trying to tell me. Oh, uh, Deck, I'm gonna I'm gonna head in the back. I'm gonna head in the truck. It's honestly, I don't know why I'm telling you guys. I'll be right back. I- Dak looks at uh, Z and he gives him like kind of like a little bit of a question look and Z just messages him directly and just says, text dead. <laughs> uh, I send back a, just a simple smiley face. <laughs> Keep on, <laughs> Keep on driving. He's got vehicle empathy. He would know if there's a dead body. <laughs> Pox is quietly crying in the back. And te- text body is just like kind of leaning on you, just looking still so, so bad dry like spit on the chin pale bags under eyes gunk green gunk around eyes gaunt stubble so darius or darius tech is in the back yeah in the trailer yeah okay uh so as soon as that happens z turns over to pox and says pox what do you want us to do with darius oh well, we have to kill him. I don't understand why Tech went into his body. And now what are we going to do about Tech? Because now I'm worried that he's going to jump out and then he's going to die. And now he's sitting here in this body that I want to fucking kill. And I, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know what... I don't know what we're doing. I don't know why this is happening. And I don't know why why we can't just dump him down a fucking drain somewhere. Okay, what I, do you want to do with him? <laughs> as as uh, as Pox makes this poignant statement, uh, Dak, you see, you watch a pickup truck passing you now. It's got a hologram painting of a tiger in a lush forest. It has a bumper sticker. My techno-chancellor is an idiot. The guy in the <laughs> pickup truck honks and gives you the finger. I honk back and uh, wave. I'm waving at him. Hey, buddy, good driving. Good driving, dipshit. I also know that there's a part of him that can hear everything that we're saying and sees us and is watching us. And at any moment, he could, what if he just like regains control and then it's him and then and then tech is just, you know, I, I don't know. I. Pox, the only thing that matters is that you're safe and comfortable. We're, I'm we're not, not safe and comfortable. Okay, then let's... We we gotta get rid of it. We gotta get rid of the body. I feel like... The last thing I want to do is make you have to go through hours of us driving in this car with the animated body of your father if the whole reason we came here was to kill him. But now that he's inside... What is he going to get out of him that can help us to survive past this? I mean, we kill him, and then we've just fucking killed this, like, major player in the, in the fucking world. And then what? Hey, guys, I, I can't help but overhear your uh, having a little bit of a private secret conversation over there whispering to each other but <laughs> how much how much money you think we can get out of your dad uh before we axe him right that's 
That's the plan, right? We got to kill that guy. But you think we could maybe get like seven million new yen out of him first? I know it didn't work with Scott, but I think Scott's if he, a little weenie compared to uh, old Papa Papa Pox. I think if he dies, I well, I think I might inherit everything. I don't really know how that works, but uh, better safe to steal it because probably uh, I'm yelling. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can. I can hear you. I I think my hearing is got fucked up from uh. The past, the past day's events. I think you're right, and I think we should get that looked at. Maybe I should look in your ears and see if there's something in there. That, I mean, maybe that's a good distraction for you. You, 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 seem, uh, you seem a little addled, and maybe rightfully so. Yeah. Hey, but yeah, we could, I mean, cut his, cut his thumb off, maybe? Send him a message, let him know that we're, we're, we're here to be serious, and then... Be like, hey, jumping on him. I feel like the pace at which we record this podcast, if we make any sort of long-term plan with Darius involved in it, it's going to mean he will just be a part of our party forever. For six months. Well, (laughs) are you you talking about the podcast that we all make together, the historical document that we have in case we ever have to use it in a court case? Oh, I think you just (laughs) use it like like as a metaphor, you know. Oh, yeah, and that all living is just one big podcast. Yeah, and Not the actual podcast that the five of us are making. No, no, no. And every every, uh, human but a host. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, All of the world is a microphone. (laughs) Yeah. Casey, would you like us to hop back to Darius in the back? Yeah. Like a little bit moment? Yeah, I would actually. Can Again, can we say, now I'm so much taller. It took me a while to acclimate to Samantha after leaving tech, but now I'm out of Samantha. So I am two people and sizes and bodies removed from my original like muscle memory and sense memory. So yeah. can we say that when I enter the trailer, the light's off, Mm-hmm. And uh, normally, instinctually, as tech, I know exactly where the switch is or the fucking lever or mm-hmm. the, you know, the pulley thing, uh, the pulley thing, the, what do you call it? The string attached to a light? What is that called? Yeah, it's called a cl- light, light string. Like the light, light string. It's a pull string. They're called pull, they're called pull string. They're pull called pulley pulley things in uh, Xanadu. Oh, okay. Yeah, the pulley, <laughs> the pulley thing. <laughs> so I go for that. It, but I can't find it. I keep like swiping and I can't find it. So I'm in the trailer alone. Nobody else in the dark trying more and more to like find this thing and starting to uh, panic a little bit. Okay. So Darius as a reminder is pretty fucked up. There are, the bones are broken in his chest. So like as you panic and like start breathing harder, it really hurts. And you can like feel like the crunch in your chest. It's just like, it's extremely painful. There's also this burning scrape on your face. Just mm-hmm. like that's that's like it's starting to scab now. And that also just feels like like raw, like you were dragged on the cement for a while and also like and also as this is going on you've just been like tonguing the front of your mouth because you're missing a tooth and you can't help but just sort of like run your tongue over where that that tooth is gone there in Darius's body the taste of blood yeah the taste of blood in your mouth like all around like screaming headache and you can't find the darn light so I'm moving around and now I'm totally disoriented the car is moving there are like little judders and stuff and I'm there in the dark and I start to think of the experience in my mind palace with Darius through the open door in the darkness. And 
I start to really kind of panic now and kind of starting to touch my face and these other things. I recognize that it's not my face and this isn't my structure. And the more I acknowledge my presence, the more I recognize that I am the thing that is like hunting me, it feels like. And I just start to really panic and kind of like swing around. He's having a freak out, a full on freak out. Tech Wizard, the room is getting darker and darker and darker. Gotta turn the lights back on, sorry. <laughs> Your fear is getting bigger and bigger. Please roll a composure check. Okay. What would my composure... Oh, it's eight. I'm sorry, it's eight. Thank you. He's a great composer, Darius. <laughs> Your composer check. Wagner. I was trying to come up with a snappy joke for this, but I couldn't decide on a character. So I'm going to say this is about Dak, but obviously we need to work together to find a non-in-the-party NPC to put this on. I was going to say, Darius has composure, but Dak? Dak just has posure. (laughs) Strike a pose. (laughs) Strike a pose. All right, what'd you get there, Casey? I got three hits. Beautiful. Okay, so you're seeing the darkness. The darkness is surrounding you. All of a sudden, you're in your mind palace, your hobbit hole. You're looking down the hallway. You're seeing the darkness of the distant room. The door is open. You see Darius's eyes for a moment, but then the door shuts. Close. You're in your body. You're in control. And now you know where the light pole is. Okay. Do you turn it on? I turn it on. Or can we say first, I hear that door shut and the sound like syncs up with a sh- a big like bump of the truck that makes the actual door of the truck kind of shake and clatter. And I find that I'm now like close to that. And so I, I reach out and I unlatch that. I pull up the rear door a little bit and get some light in there and some fresh air and kind of get my bearings and recognize my area. And then I turn on the light. Yeah. As you look out, you see in the distance it's a floating golden platform. You've seen these they in like this is like a modern kind of strip mining. It's these golden platforms that people use as like a base and then they dig deeper and deeper and deeper into the ground. Across this this brown hot hot twilight. I'm alive! I'm alive! Oh, let me blast apart the shutters and see! Oh, it's a beautiful day! You young boy with the long hair and the glasses and the beard! Yes? What day is it? It's December 18th. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Friday! Not, it's not Christmas Day? It's No, it's Friday. For Christmas is, um, that's a week away. Oh. Uh, it's Friday. Oh, it's kind of anticlimactic. Um, Maybe for you, but for me, yes? I'm rushing over to win my true love back before she flies away in an airplane, and she's leaving in an hour, so 
goodness. G- Ganon, Ganon, can you do that after the interlude? We just got to we gotta get through the interlude first. You're right. Yeah. Let's do it speed style. Also, like, uh, sir, for you, uh, I'm sorry, sir, re- cor- am I? It, what, yes, what yes, yes, yes. It's not a special day for you, maybe, but it should be because today you're listening to an episode of Neo Scum. That's where we are. We're inside an episode of Neo Scum. Heavens. You must have dreamed here. It's pretty cool. But guess what? On December 25th, there's going to be some really cool other thing that's going to drop on our episode feed. Yes. As well as on January 1st. On January 1st, also, there's going to be a cool unlocked Patreon thing. Two weeks of unlocked Patreon things that are just so cool that we have to give them to everyone. That is correct. The previously unheard by non-Patreon listeners, Sisters Kid. Uh, not, quite, not quite. Kids, not quite. Uh, kids it's sister. a sister's, sister's Keeper episode. Uh, this is what I'm assuming. Perchance, are you the spirit of podcasts Patreon? Uh, yes. We're, uh, we're, we're the we're the Neo Scum podcast. We do a kind of a cyberpunk far far future. Neoscum.com slash starter. Just check it out after this dream. Oh, so you're not like a ghost to teach me a lesson. I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. She's a ghost. I'm a ghost. He's looking for his true love. Yeah. I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy. Uh, I'm a ghost. I'm a I'm a Patreon ghost, and uh, Neo Scum. I, I represent Neo Scum podcast in all forms, and I just want to take this moment to say thank you so much to all of our patrons. You really make this show possible. You make us able to create from home. You make us able to do everything that we've been doing. Twenty twenty has been a terrible year for everybody, but you've, you've greatly you helped us. Greatly helped us and brightened our day. And that goes to all of our listeners, whether you're a patron or not. We value you so much. Thank you so much for sticking with us over wow, like three years, four years. I don't know how long we've been doing this podcast. I'm just an angel or ghost or what it's something. Something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks a lot. It went a long way and it continues to go a long way and you rock for it. And we got some cool stuff in 2021 uh, in the pipeline coming to you. We're very excited. Some of these recordings that we haven't released yet, uh, which are about to come out, made me laugh very much in the moment. And I think they might make you laugh in the moment when you listen to them edited and in your ear. Yes. And I think it's going to rule. And then another thing. Hey, uh, guy. I know this might not be too relevant to you. What up, is your name? There. What's your name? Oh, uh, it's Ebonio Scumge. <laughs> Ebonio Scumge? Ebonio okay. Scumge. You, well, you can see it on my shirt. You know, my it's stylish fate. shirt that says, it looks like it says Neo Scum, but there's a little E, uh, E, B, O before the Neo. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yeah. I see it. Okay. Ebonio okay. Scum. That's extra Jim. relevant because I was going to just plug that we have a holiday sale happening uh, from now until the end of the year. So what? you want to get another Ebonio Scum shirt? I suppose. Go now to our people shop. are going to expect an Ebonio Scum shirt. Well, <laughs> and guess what? We're going to have one. We're going to have one. There and will if be you... one up there before this episode releases. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> It's going to be low effort holiday shirt number two. Ebo Neo yeah. Scum, do you do you want to join our party? No. Oh, I, I suppose. I'm sorry. I'm just a ghost. You look jacked as hell, man. Like comically muscular almost. I feel like we got used for a strapping guy. Uh, do you have any need for somebody with, I am 85% bioorganic augmentations. <laughs> Whoa, okay. See now, how my body turned into like a spider thing? 
Wow. Okay, you know boomer. What? All right. Oh, Ebo Neo Scumge is definitely boomer age, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I, I said, okay, Boomer, to Ebo Neo Scumge. It just came out. I'm sorry, Ebo Neo Scumge. Scumge. When, it, when you're right, you're right. Listen, Ebo Neo Scumge, I'm going to need to see you do the interlude dance, please. Haven't you heard? It's the new craze, sweeping the nation. Hashtag interlude dance, Neo Scum interlude dance challenge. Go ahead and hit us with your best one. The spirit told me of this. The spirit of Christmas present said everybody is clapping their hands and standing on their feet and doing a dance that goes a, a little something like this. Now show me yours. That's exactly the one. And and are they supposed to put a hashtag in front of something on Twitter? That's what the spirit told me. I don't understand. As soon as they listen to this and as soon as they do it, they got to put the hashtag. Hashtag Neil Scum Interlude Dance Challenge 2020. Hashtag Neoscum Interlude Dance Challenge 2020. Hashtag Eben Neoscums. The, the longest and most complicated hashtags we could think of, we gift them to you, dear listener. Oh, I almost said dear reader. Dear reader, you're reading this with your ears. Oh, my God. Did you hear that chime? <gasps> oh, goodness. The chime from the bell tower. The, the chime, chime from, from the, the bell, bell tower. tower. It heralds the coming of the, the train. The street train. Uh, the coming of the train. The coming of the street train. Uh, 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 the, the spirit yeah. said that I would uh, yes. die at the hands of a train. And uh, we're not going to let no. you die, Ebo Neo Scumge. Come downstairs. Come downstairs and we I'm, all hold each other. I'm let already me hurry. dead. You're dead? I'm dead. She's a ghost. I don't know what happened to her. She's a ghost. I'm a ghost. I'm just a guy. I'm a guy. <laughs> Hey, I'm come on, bring it in. Bring to it the in. airport. Where's this? Is this going to the airport? Or is this going back into the episode? I hope back. This is into taking the me to the airport. Okay. Uh, oh my goodness. I gotta stop at EB Games and trade in some games. I guess we're gonna find out when we get on this train. Here we go. Oh, 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 who's this blonde beers. guy? Oh, hey, I'm Casey. Don't worry about it. I was just drinking a Slurpee. Casey's back. How's the Slurpee? It's pretty good. It's a uh, Coca-Cola flavor. <laughs> Let's cut back to the front. So we're deciding. Dak, you just passed by that strip mine. I'm just saying, Zenith, I think the day may come when I'm going to need you to take to take the mantle of driving this beauty. And I know in the past, I've been real scratchy about anybody else getting behind the wheel. But if, if push comes to shove, I might need you to sit in this seat. How dare you say this? Z is Z is looking at Dak, and as Dak is saying this, Z is like his face is like totally just completely stoic, and then you see like a little tear roll down his eye, and slowly make its way down his chin. My name is Robo Tear. I am my a robot. name is no. a robot. No, it's out of his. It's out of his <laughs> human no, it's eye. A real. Using vehicle empathy, Dak knows that the tear is present in the vehicle. When am I going to get to drive the truck? I've asked to drive the truck like 75 times at this point. I Tech has driven the truck. You're letting Z drive the truck. I just keep asking to drive the truck. 
I never get to drive the truck. Dak looks, I want to drive the truck. Dak looks into the camera and goes, looks like I failed my discretion check. <laughs> uh, and the audience laughs. And then we cut back to Pox looking mad and Z stoic and Dak's all driving with his bloody face. It's a nice distraction to be mad at something that is far less significant. Pox, I'll do whatever whatever you want to do. Okay. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't really know what the best move is going to be either. And we could probably get money out of this guy. Well, or we could kill him and you know just keep running to L.A. I think now that we have him in the truck, I think that this this was never going to be so easy. But now that we've taken him away from the place that he already was, where all the people already kind of were, and now we have him, like. It seems like it's even more difficult to just dispose of him somewhere. And I think that we should talk to Tech and see what Tech has to say. I'll also say he looks like he's going to die. Who? Darius. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, if if we're going to kill him, I think we should probably, probably kill him as soon as possible, toss him out by the wayside, and put as much distance as we can between him and us as soon as possible. But if we got some grand design where we're going to, like, I don't know, try to just mind control him indefinitely, then we've got to get him facial. we got to basically make him not look like your dad so you're not getting triggered over there with him in the car. Right? Well, that means that in some way we're keeping him alive forever, and I don't want to do that because he's very bad and he's probably hurting tech. He probably is in there right now fucking just hurting him. Well, what about this? I I know we haven't really talked about this, but uh, I got cum jumpers bandana. It's like around Dak's head. It's like holding his hair back. Yeah, we see it. It's great. It seems like you can see a lot. I better. love it. It's great. Yeah, it's it's really helping me. But beyond that, I've got to return this to the the Moab Lich, whatever the hell that means. And I'm thinking. What if this Moab Lich is able to do some kind of exorcism on on your dad's body? We trap your dad's spirit in some sort of, like, genie lamp. We got your dad in a genie lamp. Three rubs, he's got to grant us a wish. You know, metaphorically speaking. Is that that what a lich does? Yeah, if this... I got to say, Dak, if this was on the little mission bulletin board in the middle of town... I wouldn't even click on Are it. you kidding? Uh, well, I clicked on Man, I would go for this one under-leveled. I would definitely go for this one, but I would need to know uh, more details. That's I'm imagining, what I'm saying. I'm imagining the quest giver is literally just delivers the quote that Mike just gave us, which is like, he can probably put them together and perform an exorcism <laughs> or something. I don't know. It's 10,000 it's 10, gold. Just go do it. Get Get the skull, bring it back, and we'll be fine. <laughs> I, never, I never read the descriptions of the missions until I'm... I'm driving just away. Just the name, you know? Does have a catchy <laughs> name? Mission complete. I look at the name. I look at how much XP I'm going to get. I, I do a quick Google of the Mr. Johnson to see how hot they are. If they're below a Cincinnati 7, I say, no, thank you. That's a two. Well, maybe for you, Mr. Fancy L.A. boy. We have to give this thing to this lich. Where is that lich? And also, is it friendly or is it mean? And... What's a lich do? We don't fucking know. I don't really know. A lich is uh, a powerful undead wizard. That's what, that's what Max told me when he was walking me through the wizard whack-off world bestiary. So we want to take the body to the undead wizard. Not to be confused be- with wizard whack-off's world bestiality, which is just the expansion pack. <laughs> 
Actually, that's a pretty decent <laughs> DLC. Max did show me a little bit of that. Uh, I, I, I think at this point, all that I want to do is fucking kill this guy, but I, I need to know what has happened to Tech before we do anything because I, we can't lose him. Yeah, also, if, he ju- if he jumps out now, well, we don't know. I'm pretty sure that Tech's spell that he did on me back before the life race, which, by the way, is still kicking in, is maybe one of the only things that's keeping me from passing out. So Yeah, we are in when, need of like 10 people's worth of medical attention right now. Or just yeah. like, if you find the rat bastards, Chris, I could probably just hold on to that, and that'll probably see me through Absolutely to, uh, not. to uh, wherever we're going. You are not going to do that. That's a terrible idea, because... It's just going to put you back on your kicks, and yeah. you don't need that. You're right, Pox. Honestly, thanks for looking out for me. You're welcome. I'm looking out for you. Trust me, I've done the ultimate lookout for you. I don't know why Pox. you're looking right into the camera when you say that. <laughs> why the audience is laughing so much at that line. As you uh, tease and tickle and laugh with, with Dak Rambo, you notice that <laughs> the trailer door is... Open. You have your father's killing on your mind, Pox, and if the last person you want to check in with before doing it is Tech Wizard, you notice the door is open. Okay. So she looks at it and she closes it. No. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. oh, God. I don't want to go back there alone with him, or do I? Uh, I'll go if you want me to, and I will stay if you want me to. But Let's Dak, all of us go, right? Dak's no, you stay no driving. What. You stay driving. Hey, Tech. Tech, come back. Now, come On back. On the intercom. She we need the to intercom. have a group talk. I'll do, I'll do our uh, secret call. Tech and I have a secret uh, call. Does he tech. answer? Tech, 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 tech. Let's cut to Tech. Tech, you hear your Z's secret call to you. Tech, 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 tech. Here you are. You're looking out at the expanse. Yeah. You're passing by like a, a stone mill, a, like a giant stone mill for like a big time uh, mini golf course. It's like driving by, traffic passing by, Xanadu. You're looking all that. I've opened the door up more now as I as I like watch this, and uh, I'm leaning against like a pallet of hats, staring out at this, and I'm also thinking about like Ronan Come Jumper right now mm-hmm. and how he jumped out of here just recently and like took his life and everything. And I don't know, I'm just reflecting on that. But as I've been back here, there's something I want to have done. I know we like, we've vaguely looked into his phone, but I, I want to have held on to his phone. It was never established. You have his calm. Okay. So I have his calm. Phone, same phone. Calm phone, same thing. Gannon, I'm, I'm wondering what to roll to have done a general investigation into this person, past texts, all the stuff I can access with my, like, you know, face ID, password mm-hmm. stuff, and just general. There's definitely, like, a computer role, so I'm, I'm guessing you probably don't have computers in active well, skill. so here's but, my... Th- mm-hmm. I, I don't. But here's my thought. I'm not doing anything past the things that we inha- like already uh, that I already know how to do with a phone. I'm not trying to hack anything or access anything. I'm literally just like going through text, thinking to like websites and stuff. So I was thinking like perception probably wouldn't work 
because that's kind of a wider thing. But would my judge intentions or something or something work as a role for this? Because in, investigation, quote unquote, is what I would do otherwise. But I don't think that's do investigation. That sounds investigation. Is there an investigation a skill? No, no. I, that's what um, I was thinking. D&D use terms. perception. You're just like you're doing like a top level. Like okay. what anyone has a comm, you're looking through his comm. So just do a perception check, and you're looking through his phone. Okay. Uh, I keep losing the dice channel. Sorry. Yeah, that channel doesn't get great reception in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just got one hit. One hit. Okay. So, so it's enough that let's see. Here's what you can see. Um, I'm doing. I'm like going through the general search, searching Pandora, Oracle, whatever. Yeah, it's giving you an alert right now that you have a meeting scheduled at 7 p.m. You can see that, that that the meeting takes place in the Mesa District at a restaurant known as the Scouring Pit. That's all you know there. In his personal notes, you're flipping through his notes. There's a lot of interest in, in magic and in foci, but it's sort of like you're just sort of running through everything really quick. You look quickly at his saved matrix history, a lot of your standard sites, stocks, financial news. Um, notably, there's a hub called Mash Magic that explores the benefits of cloned memories. And then you look at like the sort of broad like calm usage, and it looks like he uses his calm about four hours a day. That's all you get from that search. And once again, you hear Blair's call for Tech Wizard. Blair, can you do that beautiful call one more time? I yell back or press the intercom button, whatever we, we establish. Like, uh, yeah, I still changing. Still haven't found something. I and don't I do- recognize that call. <sighs> still changing. Uh, and then Zenith gives him the acknowledged frequency, which is. <laughs> Which is very similar to the DAC call. So DAC then chimes Wait, in with... Wait, did DAC call me? Cuckoo-roo, cuckoo-roo, cuckoo-roo. Pox, Pox pulls out her katana and is like, what? Are, are you sure? And then... Because <laughs> that's... <laughs> similar to, yeah, DAC's call for Pox. Uh-oh. We really need to work on our tactical signs, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. damn it. Can I, like, say, like, one more thing or have one more tiny little thing? Yes, sir. I'm just, like, going through clothes. Uh, is there a mirror in the back? Yeah. Um, from the, okay. It's on the pallet of mirrors. Most of them are broken. One of them <laughs> is also broken. They're all broken. Um, but there is a mirror there, and you can sort of make it your appearance. So I've like, you know, I'm like doing that, and I'm looking at myself and thinking of the thing that came running at me and th- thinking of the thing that came at me with a sword just, you know, a little bit ago and thinking of the thoughts he had of Pox and then, and then f- finally like internalizing everything that she's gone through as this body is like physical to me and I feel that fear uh, and, and I couldn't get anything on the phone. I'm like looking in the mirror, I start talking to him. I'm like, do you have a burner or something? I know you have stuff, don't you? Tell me you fucking piece of shit. Tell me, what do we have to do to fucking ruin you? What do we have to do to fucking ruin you? And like tech punches the glass. 
teeth, cuts his hand, oh, and then punches the glass so more much. and more. Oh no! And has the blood and is like rubbing it on his face and like, like screaming in the glass. And he like feels like he is he, as he's doing this. He sees what he saw coming at him in his mind palace, and he's like embodying that same thing. And then settles down and like, just like wipe his face off with like a shirt. Yeah. you wipe your face off with a shirt and then you're feeling your hand and you look down at it and you can't move it oh fuck we're gonna cut to the front and we're gonna cut to the back because somebody needs to go check on uh, Tech Wizard. I don't know it's what the fuck he's doing a in there. Lot of sounds. Okay, I'm yeah, going back. Yeah, you're hearing smashing, screaming. I'm gonna stay up here for now. Pox, you run to the back. You enter. You see Darius Pender. You have to shake your head for a moment. It's Tech Wizard. You know that he's sitting, looking at a at a broken mirror that he's taken out of like the, this pallet. The mirror is like smashed up. There's glass all over the floor. There's blood everywhere. There's like blood pouring out of his hand really badly. He's got a tight t-shirt that said baby dicks are us. Baby dicks are us. <laughs> he's, got, he's got that. He's mopping up the blood on his hand with that right uh, now. He's trying to like hold it. Damn it. That's oh, Dak's favorite shirt. Oh my God! Sorry, what has I, he done to you? It was no, 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 no. It was yeah, this was me. It was. It was. It what was, do you mean it was you? I had to. It was dark in here. I fell. It was really hard to uh, find the light and everything. I'm fine. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm fine. It's, no, I don't believe you. I heard it. smash, smash, smash a hundred times, a hundred and fifty-five million times. What? What is going on? What the fuck is going on? We have to make everything right, Pox. I don't want to be in here, and I know you want it wrapped up. We have to make everything right. I have to... I'm sorry if he's hurting you, No, Tech. no, no. It's it's this whole thing, like... This is bad. This is bad what I'm doing. Everything I've done recently is not... Is really bad for me, and I'm kind of... Like, I'm kind of like... I don't remember what I feel like anymore. But... I know... But like, we we have to find your sister. We have to we have to make my death look like an accident or a suicide or something like that. Uh, you can hurt me if you want. You can do whatever you have to do. But like, we we have to cut ourselves from this whole thing. I know. To, we have to cut it clean. How, how are we going to make sure that they stop coming after us? Have you found anything, Tech? Have you found anything that can help? If we just kill him, and I so want to, and I'm sorry, I'm so sorry that you're inside there. It's terrible. I'm sure it's the worst place you have ever been. But if there's anything that we can do now that we have him, we have to do it, and then we have to just let it go. And fine, we can make it look like a suicide or we can make it look like something. We can do something, but I'm not going to let you do anything. You have to you have to jump right out at right at the right moment or something. Right. Um and I can impersonate him. We can uh we can make some calls, we can uh access some bank accounts. Uh, we can do whatever we have to do to cover our tracks, but if I leave if I leave him before we have wrapped all this up, 
I will never be able to wash my hands of him for good. That's what I'm afraid of. I know, I know, I know how you feel, I know. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, Tech, that I ever even brought you into this and that you're even in there. That That is the worst place that I can even ever imagine being. I'm sorry. Can I suggest something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. While you guys are having this conversation, like the intercom was still on, oh, and yeah. Z and Dak were just silently like listening to this very heavy conversation, and Dak wordlessly pulled into the mini golf place and parked, and we both walk into the back to be part of this conversation. You come around like the trailer way since you parked? No, we crawl through the doggy door. Okay. okay. <laughs> and just like wordlessly join you guys and like are there silently giving support for this conversation, if that's cool. Yeah. Oh, for sure. As you guys come in. Hey, f- hey fellas. We definitely, I feel like we definitely notice that you come in. You guys, we have to decide right now. We have to talk about this right now. What are we doing i think we should make a list i think we should make a list of in a perfect world if darius pender had just changed his mind and suddenly felt bad about everything he'd done and the fact that he was coming after us and everything he planned to do what are all the things he would do to undo it i want to make that list and i think we got to act on what we can while we still have him Still, he still has Pox's sister, right? Yeah, he still has my sister. So we have to. Uh, maybe there's something in the calm about like the controls of the of the basement. Uh, maybe there's something in there like remote controls, and there's something where y- you can open all the doors or something. Like uh, whoever's down there, release them. I mean, he keeps people, uh, and maybe it's all like. At the touch of a button, we could let everyone right. go and, and she can right. get out. Um, and I feel like why would he have a why would he have a button that would just release everybody? Well, maybe it's I feel like maybe it's slightly more complicated than a button. But if I'm thinking the same thing, he has to have eyes on it somehow. I don't bl- I think maybe if we can work together with Z's in-depth hacking, but also with the biometrics of Darius uh, in some ways, even if that means we have to like fake a call or something like that. Dak sits down in the lazy boy recliner and just closes his eyes while this conversation is happening, while he's, he's trying to think. Well, here, I, I feel like Somebody has got to have seen me jump out of a building and land on a very high profile person. So they've got to be on to us, right? Like you can you can you can fake a phone call, but they're gonna know that this dude got Mario stomped from a hundred yards That's up in the sky. So it seems like somehow they've been watching us all the time. And everyone that we know is somehow linked. I don't, the web is too deep. I don't know how to get out of it. Do we just run forever or? I think we can just take it one step at a time. What if we, what if we figure out what we're trying to do? We take Darius out and then we just go to whoever the next person up the chain is. And either we've killed the highest person on the chain and the thing will fall apart or we'll find some other thing and follow that. 
I will say one thing. Samantha Argyle, who's pretty high in that company and had pretty personal connections with Darius, didn't even know that he had a daughter, let alone two. So I think if we can cut the official calls to kill us and to capture Pox, there aren't going to be a lot of people who are questioning the motivations as long as we somehow, like Dak said, mention that thing. If we can cover that up or like fake a death or or something, you know, Samantha will back us up on the back end. And like whoever he set out to kill us, if he stops answering his phone and if he just stops responding, then clearly he's not going to give them any money because he's no longer responding. So then like, why would they still keep hunting after us? They're not going to get anything because they don't even get in contact with him. Right? I mean, it seems like today has never been a better day to commit a murder, fake suicide. I know I'm always talking about faking our deaths and making it look like an accident. And then we go get like plastic surgery. We all look like different people on the other side. We go live a new life with no one chasing us. We all pay back the negative karma we took for the distinctive style trait. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we got to pie it off. I mean, it's about uh, it's about damn time. Listen, guys, I, I, I want to figure out how to deal with this as best we absolutely can. But right now, it feels like we might be too in the middle of everything to be able to make a real big brain decision. And I'm wondering if we can just try to figure out something that will get us through, get us out of here, and get us to a safe spot so that we can actually take a second and figure out what we're doing. But it seems like first, got to figure out, do we want Darius to be in the car? I can stay back here. Come on, Tech. We we can't have you just sitting in the back if like some kind of like not, an animal that crapped either. the bed. That's gonna and be the more just you're creepy. alone, the more you're alone with him, the worse. The worse it could only be. We can't even distract you and pull you out. So you need to be out, and I need to just deal with it. And and it's okay. And I think that maybe I don't know what's the next safe place, but I do know that. The moment that Tech gets back in his body, he's not going to be all right. And we should have him somewhere where there are people that can help him. Yeah, that would be smart. That's probably true for Darius, too, honestly. Right. Well, no, we should have him somewhere where we can we just dump him. We don't want anyone to help him when he's out. I mean, right? Well, I mean, unless we kill him, he's going to die on his own. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Right. So either if whatever plan we're coming up with with Darius requires him for longer than and then Z like looks over at Darius's absolutely brutalized body covered in blood from Tech Wizards freak out. And he's like, I'm guessing if we don't do whatever we're trying to do in the next like 12 hours, he's just going to be a body in, in our truck anyway. Right. Well, it does look pretty bad. Yeah. Tech Wizard, you're feeling like pretty cold. Even though it's a pretty hot day, mm-hmm. you look down at the shirt you have wrapped around the baby dicks are shirt, which, by the way, great name for a company. Um, <laughs> you uh, you look down and it's like soaked completely through with blood. Uh, you oh, wonder shit. if maybe you hit a deep vein or something. Okay, okay, okay. He called a hit. He got on the phone and he called a hit or he he sent an email or he did whatever. He called a hit. These people, all they care about, 
just like any other fucking actual dark mover is getting paid. The moment that job is rescinded, they're going to take another one. They don't care. Nobody is invested and forget themselves is not going to be after us if they don't suspect that we killed Darius and Samantha has our backs. So if we can just find out how to cancel the hit on us and the capture order for Pox, I can get on a plane we can crash the plane while you guys are, you know, down at the bottom, totally unrelated or something. We can fake my death easy. I don't think we need Darius to cancel the hit, though. Why wouldn't we? I think if we're really just trying to throw people off our tracks, like we we can we, we have some options for that. Fake our deaths, get plastic surgery, go visit the Moab Lich. I'm not trying to throw people off our tracks. I'm trying to send the bloodhounds home. I want the Moab Blitz to eat his body. Well, honestly, I don't know. I, I did a quick Google back when you guys were having your rough convo on the intercom, and liches are like masters of undeath. I'm pretty sure that we do the Moab Blitz a solid. I show him cum jumpers bandana. I show that we're cool, friends with the good old KJ. And then maybe he does us a solid and says, okay, you guys want this guy. Turned into a spirit, put into some kind of genie lamp. No, I don't want him to have a spirit put into a genie lamp. I just want his spirit squashed. Well, that's easy. You just just kill him. I'm just saying, if you wanted him to be in a genie lamp for being able to call off the bloodhounds, just give it a rub. Three rubs. Three wishes. No way. That's a spirit you don't want to trap. Not at all. Zero percent. Pox, you feel your katana in your hand. What do you feel about just killing Darius right now? I don't think that is, like, safe for Tech Wizard. I think that's a, the big conundrum of the whole situation. So where can we bring Tech where it's safe to come back into your body? Let me check out. Let me let me see what they got in the area. What, what kind of vibe are you looking for there, Z? I'm looking for a real underground street doctor somebody who has a fake Ooh. fake storefront probably on the front you know something like ice cream and cakes and then you go in and then they maybe like maybe a mini golf place yeah mini golf place Ooh, well there's a mini, a mini golf. golf place right there i don't know if they got a street doctor wait but if you <laughs> do, how about if i roll, roll and it's amazing then there ends up being a street doctor in the mini golf <laughs> deal six hits Six hits. <laughs> Rolling four dice. All right. All right, let's go. Time to burn an edge. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually rolling 12. <gasps> One, two, three. Oh, no, only three hits. I got three excited. Hits. Three hits. Yeah. So, yeah, so I guess, Gannon, what I'm trying to look for is uh, Z, like, maybe goes one level below the, like, public, you know, Craigslist, Dark Movers Internet matrix that he has access to. And so he's going to check for, like, all he's looking for is like a doc who has that plausible deniability of running an illegal operation so we don't have to worry about them calling the cops. Excellent. Okay. So you find the closest to you is about 50 miles away. Not bad. It's a crystal healing shop in the middle of Crange Cross. It's uh, near a, a town called Houndstooth. It's called uh, the Kiss of Quartz. And uh, even though healing crystals aren't super used outside of the Neo-New Mexico Technopolis, they are used a lot in the Neo-New Mexico Technopolis. So it claims to, what you're reading is it claims to heal a lot of stuff. And there are, you got three hits. That's a solid. Uh, You can tell that there are signatures from rougher folks will go there for a cheaper bargain for uh, healing. 
All right, guys, I found a horny crystal place if we want to check that place out. It's called yeah. Kiss from a Rose or Quartz Kiss. Let's Wait, let go me, in there. Let me look up the name one more time. What was it? Kiss from Quartz. Kiss from, from Quartz. Wait a second. Kiss from Quartz? Never heard of it. And Dak will go in. <laughs> Dak will go in first because he looks terrible as well. And then make sure that it's everything that we need. I don't and look then, terrible. Come and on. And then we're going to fucking kill you. Not Dak. Uh, you know, she's looking at Darius. Yeah, not, not you, Tech. Not, uh, I'm killing my dad. I'm fucking killing him. Drive okay. now. All right, all right. 15 miles, that's like three and a half episodes, guys. We got time. 15 miles is so short. Don't worry about it, but I just wanted to ask, I know it's probably wrong time, but the right place for a game of mini golf, if anyone is down, I know tensions are running high, and I feel like this could be, I take one more look at uh, Darius, who like... Gives a big thumbs up and a wink. <laughs> oh, all right, let's go. Uh, par, nine, nine par? What do people say in golf? How do people tell people that they want to go golf? Par. <laughs> Deck. Birdie. How about this? Can we make a compromise? And Z runs out. What's the weather like? It's just super hot. Super hot. 97. He runs across and is like, is there anything I can like grab from the mini golf place like real quick that I could just like take with me and jump back in the truck real quick? Oh, like one of those little mini golf setups that I, you I have want, like, in little, your office? Yeah, like, I, I want like a little pencil. Cl- like I want to go to the gift shop and like grab a club and a ball and just run. Yeah, we got to Let's <laughs> get gonna... one more Grand Theft Auto star before yeah, we yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can do that. You can see, like, there's, like, an open little kiosk hut, and there's the guy, sort of, like, pimply-faced kid behind the kiosk hut. You want to just, like, run in there, reach over the kid, grab a club. Hey, kid, give me a club and and a ball. ball. What? I need a club and a ball. How much? Uh, 40 new yen. All right. Show show him. Ring me up. Okay. Let's put all the stuff. Cha-ching. Put all the stuff on the counter. In front uh, of now us. I gotta open my hero lab. He puts it. He puts it on the counter. <laughs> Sweet. All right. I'll see you later, my man. And then he grabs it and runs. Goodbye, my friend. And he squinches his eyes again as he watches Xanadu drive off deck. As you're driving, Whew, a lot of tension going on. Very tense. You're driving. You're 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 watching in the rearview mirror as the sun sets. Uh, as you're driving along the road. Something sparkly catches your eye on the, um, what do you call it, like the opposite side of the freeway. Cars driving. Oh, what's that? I drive towards it. (laughs) You drive drive towards it. You're in the the fastest lane now. As you get closer, you're like, oh, that's the Rat Bastards Chris. (sighs) Dak does one of those. What's like the cartoon sound where it's like humming up, humming up, humming up, humming That's for a hot woman. How fast are we moving? How fast are we moving? 70 miles an hour. Oh, that's really fast. Okay, real talk. If Dak saw the rat bastards Chris outside, I'm pretty sure he would just chalk it up to being like a concussion hallucination. All right, then you drive on past. Yeah, hold on, hold on. He sees it and goes, there's no way that there's another rat bastard's Chris just <laughs> randomly out in the desert. Pox, Pox probably hid so that great. in like uh, maybe the exhaust pipe or something. I gotta check the exhaust pipe later. Yeah. Yeah. So right. Xanadu drives right. off. <laughs> drives off as the sun is starting to set in the distance. Ooh, cut back to Xanadu real quick. Where's Pox real quick? 
Pox is uh, sitting right behind Dak, and she was looking at the Rat Bastards, Chris, and she was thinking about stabbing Darius with the Rat Bastards, Chris, and having the rats eat him Dak and look- eat his whole body. Dak looks at you real quick, and for a second, you think that Dak knows that that's the Rat Bastards, Chris, because that's what you were thinking, and Dak just saw it, and he looks at you with this, like, knowing look and goes, all right, Pox, the jig is up. Your turn to drive. And then he jumps out of the drive. <laughs> 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 wow, For no, moment, please keep driving. For a moment, take it! Kennedy take the wheel! Take the wheel! Out of control, swerving back and forth. Take the fucking wheel, Pox! <laughs> she takes the wheel, she takes the wheel. And it's sort of righted, a little bit fish swaley, but here we are. Pox, let's just let's just end this episode with a camera looking on Pox, driving the car, Dak behind Pox, helping her drive in Z to the side, being that great co-pilot that we started off with. Yeah, he's the one who's actually holding the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> and Pox and of course, it just has her hands on it like, hey, yeah. Like a, the little kid, like, uh, on Dad's I'm lap. driving. Deck, Deck leans over to Z and goes in a horrible stage whisper, I think she just needs this a little more than you right now. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and blackout. Good job. I feel like we addressed uh, some of the elephants in the room and bonded. Yes, and soon uh, we'll actually kill him and get... And get the real elephants gone. Get the real elephants gone. Then we can uh, find out more about Z. We can chase after that. We can address the chimpanzee in the room, which is the diaper on Tech Wizard over there, which is uh, to the brim. Do we have to discuss the chimp and Z? Can't we just discuss the chimp? (laughs) What's Z got to do with all this? (laughs) Tell me you're still recording, Blair. Tell me you're still recording. I'm still recording recording that. I'm still recording the Zoom. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Well, Casey, I wish you a happy one and a half hours trying to make that audio sound the same. I know. (laughs) 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 All right. You can, put it post, you can put it post-credits and no one will be like, this is bad audio quality. <laughs> right, right, right. If it's post-credits, it's, it's all bad. Fair game. Fair game. Neil Scum is... Blair Britt. Mike Migdal. Gannon Reedy. Eleni Sovajo. And Casey Tony. This episode of Neo Scum features music from Hozak Records. It may have been edited or modified for use. Track and artist details can be found in the liner notes for this episode. Learn more about Hozak and the artists they support at hozakrecords.com. Texan Jesus. Texan Jesus. <laughs>